Hello and welcome to another episode of TWSS. That's what she said with Zach and and Nicole. <laughs> your friendly neighborhood podcast. I hate you so much. <laughs> if you are unaware and you missed Tuesday's episode, this is the first of two episodes where Nicole is not allowed to talk about Marvel. And I'm sure you can guess, I am reveling in this opportunity. So much so, we have an, uh, what's a good pun for this right now? You know what? An action-packed. An action-packed <laughs> intro to this episode. A marvelicious, a marvelous <laughs> intro to this episode. I'm getting so red. <laughs> okay, little little tidbit though. Zach texted me today at like four four thirty. We're discussing the podcast hours hours beforehand, like normal. And he tells me, he tells me, oh, just so you know, I packed it with a lot of Marvel stuff that we, I mean, I can talk about. And I just lost it at work. Like, I was laughing so hard at my desk. And I was like, this jerk is going to milk it in. Yep. He's exactly going to milk it in because there has been information that came out and I can't talk about it until another two episodes. But just know that we're going to have a nice recap <laughs> at the end of episode, like, 20. We're in episode 20. <sighs> I'm like, I'm not actually, I, when I read what you have for it, I'm kind of like, okay, I can, I can kind of go without discussing this because it's nothing like too in depth, but I'm actually, we'll missing he'll, he'll one. make it in depth. I'm going to add one right now because I just realized I'm missing one. You can stop. Let's stop. I can't deal with you. <laughs> All right. So the Mandalorian begins streaming on October 30th. October 30th, which was announced, I want to say, like a week or two ago that they did say. Um, and then new stills, first looks, were released today, courtesy of Entertainment Weekly. And um, now everyone's just waiting for the trailer because we unexpectedly, unexpected, I can't talk today. We unexpectedly received um, a few stills, like what I just said. Um, trailer theories when it could premiere. If it's in October, I wouldn't be surprised if if they randomly just dropped it in the next couple days, or if it were to come out sometime next week and gave us like a little teaser. Yeah, we're hoping it drops soon. Um, like the freaking Dune trailer. I mean, we're we're waiting for it. Dune drops tomorrow. I know that's so I have that next. That's, but that's what I'm excited about. But this Mandalorian I'm excited trailer, for. I can't wait. Um. But yes, going on to Dune, because we don't have much information about Man. Oh, other than John Favreau did direct the very first episode of season mm-hmm. two, which Don't is very exciting. And yep. I believe George Lucas was on set for um, another actor. Dave Filoni's. Or, uh, was for Dave Filoni's episode in season two. So excited. it's very exciting right now to be a Star Wars fan. Um, Hence the shirt I'm wearing today. <laughs> God, I need to make a bet with you to lose a freaking Star Wars episode. Damn. Um, anyways, yes, Dune trailer does premiere tomorrow, and it was rumored and then confirmed, I believe, that the trailer is supposedly three minutes or over three minutes long. Yeah. Holy crap. It's going to be one fun ride. But you know what? I probably won't be able to even watch it until like 5.30 tomorrow because I'm at work all day. So I'm going to be seeing all these like... They've already released a lot of nice stills, which they're crispy as hell. Yes. They are... crispy. They are crispy. Crispy. They're very like... They're wide shots and it's just... Mm -hmm. it. They gave me chills and I believe I said that to you in the comment section. Like... And I just have to point out my meme game is strong... Because I got a lot of likes on a couple memes that I tagged you in. Oh yeah, no, you did, you did. My memes are my memes are fire on Twitter. I have to say. Okay, let's not get ahead of ourselves right now. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that, but I no, forgot what I tagged you in. I remember the context of it, but it was something that I knew I was right about, and I had said it before, and then they posted about it, and I like wanted to post like a little, um, like a clap like a haha but i couldn't find it so i posted some i think i posted like a sweet baby jesus or something yeah yes yeah, sweet, <laughs> sweet baby jesus <laughs> with with jim carrey p- 
put his eyeglasses down or no it was probably someone else but um the james bond movie no time to die trailer has been released thoughts oh you thought it was good are you kidding me (laughs) yes (laughs) okay what part wasn't good about the trailer (laughs) um james bond just doesn't pull me in to be you, honest, you are mad. You. No, no, no. Okay. The the thing is, I think it. I I will have to say before I, people come at me. All two people come at me. Oh, um, two <laughs> <laughs> no, I had Jill come at me for something like two weeks ago. Um, I have to say. Again, I was really underwhelmed by it. I don't know. It's something about like the music has to draw me in, and I know it's a very infamous like tune to James mm-hmm. Bond, but I think I'm like honestly after watching watching all the Mission Impossible films, I am like obsessed with those because of that sound effect. So watching the James Bond trailer, I don't know. I just I wasn't like as attached to it. Yeah, I think. I think it's because Mission Impossible pushes the boundaries of yes. stunts, while James Bond doesn't exactly do that, but there's a sense of suave and sophistication to everything, which is yes, why I like Yes, and James I Bond. could tell, but see, yeah. and that's why I like Mission Impossible, because as crazy as Tom Cruise is, yes, I love his stunts, and I love, bro... Okay, you but saw like, the... but like the trailer though. Okay, like, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so from the beginning with James Bond on the bridge, and then he like ducks on beneath like this rock, and the car goes over the oh, rock. Oh yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. Flips. Okay, crazy. Then grabs his rope and jumps off a bridge. It's like swinging around. I'm like plummets okay, cool. to the ground. Got plummets to the ground. All right, and then <laughs> you see we get we get like sort of. Uh, Blade Runner 2049 vibes with Rami Malik and his uh, his little dungeon thing, and then mm-hmm. um, what was her name? Ara Ana Diarmatas. Diarmas. Oh my gosh, she she kicks was kicking ass. Bootay, bootay oh. in this film. She's going to be amazing. Okay. And then she's gonna be that Christoph breakout Waltz star comes of back. 2019 and twenty twenty. Oh, dude, I'm so excited for this movie because I I loved where Sam Man- Sam Mendes went with things with uh, Skyfall and mm-hmm. Spectre. I enjoyed a bit. I think I I don't think Spectre was as good as Skyfall was, just in my opinion. But I'm excited to see how this kind of completes things i think and also the old school aston martin comes back oh my gosh just it was i was excited for it it was just classic bond for me but you can tell it's like an aged bond which is fun you're seeing like he he's not the same young vibrant guy that he was before he he, and isn't this like a second bond that we get wasn't it pierce bronson and now it's there's more than that like at least seven or eight bonds before i mean sean connery was a bond so. A bunch of bonds. So I mean, we're gonna get another one eventually, but you know. And then there's another 007 in this movie who who we don't. Oh know yeah, yeah. We're getting the, introduced the to. Yeah, a woman of color. Yeah. So yes, and I mean, to see another 007 who's maybe better than James Bond is something super exciting for me at least. I'm in. I'm all in. I know I'm in too. I just wasn't like attracted to the trailer. Like I wasn't. I watched it probably an hour before we started this podcast and like I watch every other trailer and I, I saw it and I I don't know I think just the I know the music is infamous like I mm-hmm. said it's very like you know that's James Bond but I think because of how how you said how it's very just like casual and it was casual um, no what did you say it was what did you say? It was suave more like and sophisticated. Yeah, suave. It's not. It's not like casual. No, I think the fact that it's more like suave in that term is why I'm not as attracted to it as I am to. And I don't know why I'm using the word attracted, but um, Mission Impossible for me, like when I watch those trailers, I'm like drawn in immediately. Mm-hmm. And I've and that's how I was with the recent one, Ghost Protocol, that came out, or I think it was Rogue Nate. I think it was Ghost Protocol. Um, I don't know. 
I'm just... No, I get you. I'm excited for it no matter what. I think yeah. it's great, and I, I agree with you with the woman of color. Um, I'm excited to see how she does, because she seems like she's badass, too. So, we'll see. I mean, they're all, they're all making their debut. Um... According to Vanity Fair production on the Batman comes to a halt after Robert Pattinson contracts COVID-19 and we wish him a speedy recovery. Um, mm-hmm. So I remember when this broke out last week. Oh, this was a And mess. it's not, it's not, it, it's not funny. I'm just, this it came out that somebody, someone on the crew mm-hmm. or like it was rumored, like they came up with some stupid shit that the crew member had contracted it yeah. and then literally like two hours later it was Robert Pattinson con- is the yeah, one is the crew member and, and but I think production they were trying down. not to release I think yeah. they were trying not to release that information but then somebody dug further and was like okay oh, it's Robert Pattinson yeah um I just think it's funny how they were like oh yeah production shut down for three days and then they're like actually <laughs> correction production hasn't shut down the construction crew is still here and they're building sets and things but everybody else is kind of shut yeah, down. Yeah, there was so, so much like, of a mess with that yeah, because they it just kept saying every um, hour. they were changing the story every single time. They're yeah. like, okay, Matt Reeves conti- wants to continue. And then people were like, just shut it down all together. But then it came out, no, that they were wrong. This is actually what's happening. Um, so since I can't talk about Marvel, I can talk about Robert Pattinson for at least a couple minutes. Um, <laughs> I think, so I started actually rewatching Twilight this weekend. I watched like, Two of those, and then I was watching a bunch of his. <laughs> I was watching a bunch of interviews with him, and I have to say, I do have to shout out to a few. I'm not gonna name them, but a few friends who sent me like the TikToks of Robert Pattinson and like his interviews because he is one f- funny mofo. And according to Hollywood Reporter, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Because I, I can't sit here and listen to you. Talk I know you can We I'm should have changed. So uh, Disney released a poster for Mulan. It was a replica of the 1998 original poster. <clears throat> and then Disney is now also under fire this week after openly thanking a Chinese reporter, a Chinese government agency accused of human rights abuses in Xinjiang during credits. Xinjiang, I, I want to say. I don't know. Uh, this is crazy. Like, I briefly saw it and then I just didn't read too much into it. I was I was very confused about this one. So I guess the, what it what happened was what happened was the area in which they shot Mulan is oh close okay. to where this Chinese government agency has like internment camps for indigenous peoples of that area. Uh, so when we were seeing people being loaded up and put on trains and sent away, um, so Disney openly thanked this government agency for allowing them to film in that area. Which, oh, and then they went under fire because of that. Yeah. Which when you see it in the credits of the movie and then you do your research and you find out that that's who they're thanking, you're wondering, did anybody check this out before deciding to do this? And I won't lie, I have heard mixed reviews on it because I was I was listening to the Bobby Bones show this morning and they all bought it. I don't know how much I believed them, but they were saying, oh, like, you bought it. What did you think? And they're like, oh, it was really good. But I wouldn't spend, oh, they said I wouldn't spend another $30 to do it. Mm. Um, they said it was good, but it wasn't like, I don't know. It was... Yeah. I've heard the same thing throughout Twitter. A bunch of our blo- like one of our bloggers posted that they they thought it was a good movie, but they wouldn't do it again. They wouldn't. They think that you should wait until December. Which, I mean, I'm gonna wait until December. I'm not in any rush to see yeah, I'm it. Not really. Either. I think Disney. I think Disney personally messed up with their PR, saying, "Okay, if you buy it now." It's going to be free in December. Like, what was the point of saying that? For, in my opinion, I would have rather, maybe if November 1st came around, they're like, okay, just so you guys know, the ones who didn't buy it, it's going to be free in a month. I mean, they could, it, they didn't specifically say where, when in December, I don't think, but it's coming on December for free. Mm-hmm. And it, coming to my favorite part of this episode. Okay. This is the part of the episode where I tap out for about 10 minutes. <laughs> 
According to the Hollywood Reporter, <clears throat> Chloe Zhao praises Marvel for giving her creative freedom with Eternals. She says, I shot exactly the way I wanted to shoot. On location, a lot of magic hour. I think I got lucky in that Marvel wants to take risks and do something different. And I think that's so amazing that Marvel is taking risks and allowing her to be the director that she's always <laughs> tried to be. Uh, she also has a movie called Nomadland, which is coming out in December, which I am yes. super stoked for, just to see Frances McDormand. Uh, we also got an Eternals official logo, which was released with action figures of Ajax. Uh, I hate it, but that's just me. Um, Nicole loves it, which I'm not surprised. Moving on to something else that Nicole would love to talk about is Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange in the Madness of the Multiverse is set to begin filming in November. <laughs> Rumor is that according to MCU Direct, Madness of the Multiverse should feature Scarlet Witch's two children, Wiccan and Speed. Nicole, how do you feel about that? Oh, you can't say anything. Moving on. <laughs> Do we see how much quicker this episode is going by now that I don't I can't so have an faster. input? In I it. love it. Natalie Portman reportedly arrived in Sydney for filming of Thor: Love and Thunder. Nicole, do you have any thoughts about that? <laughs> oh, maybe not. Anywho, uh, maybe moving not. forward swiftly, Scarlett Johansson opens up about Black Widow and its feminist themes. I think this film in particular is very much reflective of what's going on in regards to the Times Up movement and the Me Too movement which I'm super stoked for. It would be such a okay. mess if we didn't know. I can't no, talk ah, about the ah, Me Too ah, movement, though. Objection. <laughs> Objection. I can talk about the Me Too Time's can, Up okay, you can, section you can talk of about that. that. But that, that, that ties in directly into to the film. I can make a comment, at least, about the okay, Time's Up comment. section of that. I'll give you I will say, though, comment. the only thing I will say in regards to that, and you can buzz me whenever, okay. I think it's... An interesting route to take. I think times up. I think for to be in that kind of film, to be brought in finally is going to be eye opening, and it'll open up many doors. All right, next next Marvel news. I kind of disagree because I think that. Oh, you disagree? No, I'm just saying because I think that's the perfect subject to bring in to Black Widow, considering that. Well, I was she gonna say that, but I can't say her name. one of the only women on on the Avengers, and that it's very clear that she's a feminist, as we'll go on to say. Scarlett Johansson's comments go on to kind of talk about, but I think for her getting her first movie, that, <clears throat> why why wouldn't we talk about that? That's that's the perfect subject. I know to exactly. Fit in. That's what I'm saying. So, it's gonna open doors. I I don't know if it's gonna open doors per se i think it'll oh, i can't talk about it now but i'll talk about episode 20 what i what i want to compare that it to thought. hold yes, that thought exactly episode 20. continue continue she goes on to say it would be <laughs> such a miss if we didn't address that stuff if this film didn't take that head on i think particularly for kate kate shortland who's the director it was so important for her to make a movie about women who are helping other women who lift other women up out of a very difficult situation Someone asked me if Natasha was a feminist. Of course she is. It's obvious. It's kind of an asinine question. Which I think is an asinine question. Of course she is. But coming from Black Widow herself, I mean, what other, you know, what other reason do you need? So moving into Anyways, our discussion for today. M- Mulan had a viewership. Thank God that's over. <laughs> Mulan had a viewership of 1.1 million, earning 7.3 million internationally. Was the price too high or lack of interest? So I will say though, because this this is what I've been waiting to say. Mm-hmm. To sorry, I accidentally exited out of it. So i'm gonna compare it to tv show viewership real quick just to like give okay. people numbers because that's that's the shit i i'm good at when it comes to movies and tv shows zach has admitted this um or he's agreed so in order for something to do really well yes in order for something to do really well um i'll, I'll say tv show wise they have to get higher than at least like 
I'm going to say three or four million views. Walking Dead once pulled in, I want to say like 12 million, and I'll factually check that. But in order for it to be, in order for a TV show to be renewed, it has to meet a certain viewer stand mm-hmm. like standard. Yeah. In order to get a lot of shows have been canceled because they bring in less than a million views. So if this, if Mulan was like for some reason a TV show, they wouldn't even like it wouldn't even be considered for like a full pickup, full series pickup, which is about twenty three episodes. Um, for a movie for seven point three million, that is is not good. <laughs> um, seven point three is kind of like I, I mean for a Disney Plus release, I think that's really good. Mm-hmm. I think considering how much the price is for thirty dollars, right. it, it's a good it's a good start. So maybe it'll pick up to at least like 15 million this week, maybe 20 million, who knows. Mm-hmm. But this is the um this is the tester yeah. for other shows. It's or for other movies, so it's going to be the tester for Soul for the Marvel film I'm not allowed to talk about and um but I think the price like we said, I think the price is too high. I mm-hmm. think they sh- I think for I don't want to I don't want to say that for the film, I don't know. No, say I it. I lost my train this of thought. Is, this is the platform okay. to say it. Say it. So I think it was the wrong film to start with for testing out the price. Okay. I think they should have tested out with something else because everyone mm-hmm. knows the story of Mulan. Everyone knows mm-hmm. that um, we've never seen Soul. We've never mm-hmm. seen Black Widow. We've never seen any of these other films coming out supposedly to Disney+. Plus. So I mm-hmm. think... For a different film, they should have done that instead. Okay. I think they should have tested out with different film. I don't think they should have done Mulan because every, I mean, I, I don't know. Personally, no, I'm not gonna saying. pay thirty dollars. But if yeah. it was some, if it was like Soul, I might be willing right, to spend thirty dollars, right, even right. though I don't like animated movies. But <coughs> right, um, <laughs> I agree and disagree with you. I agree with you because I think that Soul or, you know, another film probably would have been more profitable for Disney. However, I do think Mulan as a live action is the bigger grab because we were all kind of curious as to how they were going to do it. And especially considering the negative perception it received in China mainly that the opportunity to redo it and do it better kind of made us feel this was going to be that film. So I think that a lot of people kind of went in knowing that this was going to be a a better version of that Mulan film. Um, Unfortunately, I think considering the lead up to the movie, when we started hearing things like, oh, we weren't going to get Mushu. We weren't going to get, you know, I'll make a man out of you and some of these key songs that we've all grown up to love. Uh, I guess the public perception kind of dwindled and then adding on the fact that it was now 30 bucks that you'd have to pay on top of your subscription for, you know, that month or whatever, just kind of made it even more messy. Um, Yeah. So I would say uh, price too high. I think if it was $15 or less, then it would have made more. However, realizing that this film had a $300 million budget, like (laughs) they've got to make that back. So how how do you do that? Considering the fact that we're in the midst of a pandemic, not a lot of people have jobs. And if they do have jobs, are they really going to drop 30 bucks on a movie that they feel they've probably already seen? Even if it is a live action remake. So I do have two comments that I want to make yeah. in regards to that. So the first one was that I did hear that I, I read online and I'm going to, I'm actually going to pull up the tweet because I want to actually get it right. Um, but the other one was that I did see. Okay. So the tweet was, I saw Milan on Saturday night and honestly thought it was pretty mediocre. I never became invested in the story or the characters and some of its jarring editing didn't help either. Like how you said like the $300 million budget is what remind what is what came to mind when I read this because I guess the editing wasn't as good as pe- what he thinks. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it'll find its audience just like the other remakes but this one wasn't for me. 
Um, and that was one of our bloggers that we follow. And I kind of was, I mean, it didn't off put me from it because I've been off put about spending that kind of money on the film. I mean, I did like Mulan as a child, but I, I wasn't going to spend the $30. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the other, the other point I wanted to make was when we first started the podcast, we talked about how before summertime, they announced, um, Disney announced they were going to make the Hercules remake or they're going to make yeah. a, a live action Hercules. Yeah. And we said, okay, or you had said something along the lines of they're going to, maybe they'll wait to see how Mulan does compared to if they're going to make it a live musical or if they're just going to do it yeah. lyrically like they had, yeah. like how Mulan is doing it. Yeah. Okay. My question to you is now that I think about it, do you think the way they did this Mulan, since we haven't seen it yet, do you think, the way people are talking about it, do you think that's how they're going to create this Hercules film, or do you, or what is your prediction for what? The, do you think they'll do it as a musical, or will they just do it as a straight live action? I think they'll do it as a musical. I think I honestly I think that since people have been asking for a Hercules film, Hercules and a Hercules Broadway show, yeah. I would be very surprised if they didn't make it a musical, especially with too. the Russo brothers producing it. I, that, I think I think the the musical plays a big role here mm-hmm. because not a lot of people got the opportunity to see the musical and it was still being workshopped so it wasn't in a place that it I mean they had live yeah. performances but it still wasn't in a place that you know people are just coming at the woodworks it wasn't an established Broadway show at that point. So considering that, they had the music, they had the costumes, they had the kind of idea in place and that it never fully materialized because of, I believe it was funding, I want to say. I, I have to do some research more on that aspect. Oh, for the musical? But, yes. But I, was it funding or was it COVID? It was COVID. It was COVID. My bad. It was COVID because uh, Jelani Aladdin was already in Hercules after Frozen. Anyway. Okay. Because of that, I think they're going to stress the music more because they realize that one after Mulan, it's things, it's part of the, the movie that people are looking forward to. Two. The musical we didn't get a full expansive immersion in the musical, so you might as well give us the full film with all the music and bells and whistles, right? Why cut it short and not give us that? Besides, the story of Hercules without that isn't as entertaining as you know, Mulan, because I mean, to see one woman take on the Han empire is, (laughs) that's the story you could tell your grandchildren, you know what I mean? Rather Mm -hmm. than the story of a demigod who kind of becomes famous and then meets a girl and sacrifices life for her. And then goes to be the God with the gods. And then he decides that he doesn't want to be a God. It's not, it's not that, it's not that exciting, yeah. okay, but it's not that exciting. I can't imagine it as not a musical. And honestly, I'm a little surprised, and you can disagree with me because I feel mm-hmm. like you will. Um, I'm a little surprised, just a little bit, <laughs> like 20% surprised, I should say, that we haven't heard any other Hercules announcements since April. Um, I know, I, I understand with COVID that they're probably... Really? Am I really shocked? Yeah, surprised yeah. that we haven't heard anything. Yeah, I'm a little surprised. I mean, I'm like, not, okay, it's not like a huge, like, oh my God, like, why haven't they announced? It's more of just like a, I'm just a little surprised that, like, they, it was like a one and done announcement. Mm. That, like, in those two days, it was like a hot commodity, I want to say, for at least a week during COVID quarantining. And everyone was on Danny DeVito's ass to, like, be the, be, um, the Seder. I forgot what his name is. Phil. In the film. Phil. To be Phil. But, like, they announced a producer, the producers, as the Russo brothers, um, but they haven't, like, made any other announcements. And I'm mm-hmm. kind of genuinely shocked, like, 20%, as I said, that we haven't heard another announcement since technically April or May. Well, I'm not. And it's September. <laughs> I'm okay. not because... I mean, I, I knew you wouldn't be surprised. No, yeah, I'm not because I just know with the nature of what's happening right now, nobody knows the right thing to do. And nobody knows how to really operate at this point. Yeah. I mean, with everything going I, on. But also, I'm not surprised because fans have stressed it more than anything. 
casting is the most important part of this film. For this if they film, screw I it think up, this is done. Live, in all honesty, go ahead, go ahead. I'm just saying, like all, all the, almost all of the Disney live actions so far have been bum. They've been. I'm going to disagree it's, it's, with it's you been, there, though. I've 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 not liked any of them so far. I like I cannot two of name them. One. I cannot. I Nicole. I cannot name you one. I know I you can't, but I. I personally, <laughs> I will say one. this, and you can come at me for this. I really enjoyed Aladdin. I liked it just because that was one of my favorites growing up. Um, I thought they did it well. Cinderella was too short for me. I think they could have done so much more with it, um, especially the way they like marketed Helena Bo- Bottom Carter for it, mm-hmm. um, and she was only in literally like one scene. Um. And what else? Beauty and the Beast wasn't that bad for me. Wasn't too terrible. I, I really still enjoyed oh. it. Um, oh. I watched it a few times. Oh, it's terrible. No, it's not. It's terrible. I think... No, I liked it. It's it's Emma Watson on Autotune. It's like, either let the girl sing. Oh, yeah. Or but find I think... a vocal dub. Two things you can do. But don't autotune her voice. That's so stupid. Emma Watson, does the skirt... Does the dress... Go inside the pants or outside the pants? Like, what is going on with that dress? Can we please figure that costume decision out? Please figure that out. It's the most annoying part of the film. Also, I'm just shocked we also haven't heard, like, rumors about, like, casting. Maybe For me, like, where I'm thinking at this point they could be, and you can disagree again, like, like we, whatever, whatever, um... I almost feel like it's probably at this point a bunch of like, they might, because they don't even have a date for it yet. Like they just announced it. In my head, how I'm thinking that what they're doing right now is that Disney is doing a bunch of Zoom calls with like casting wise with like directors and and actors, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, It could just be like contract negotiations right now. Like say, okay, we want you to come and audition for this. But I'm just, I'm kind of like surprised it was like a one and done for a week and we haven't heard a word from it. So like, that's just where I'm at with it. I I mean, another thing is... Because when, if you think about it though... For, okay, go ahead. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. I was just saying like, as much as actors are looking for work, we still don't know what's happening. And I mean, like we just discussed today, Robert Patterson just went down. The Rock went down also last week with COVID. So and a lot of people are saying a lot of people are kind of might... nervous, you know, is this really the right time to be jumping back into onto sets and, and, and doing our thing? Or is is this now time I mean, to just wait and see what happens? That's another thing I think a lot of actors are thinking about is, you know, is this the right time for me to jump on another project? Because if I come down with COVID, who's what's the who's to know what's gonna happen to me, you know? So I think there's that as well as the fact that who who's gonna play these roles <laughs> but that's big, where like, that's where my zoom call thing come that's where my zoom like, call theory comes in not, because i feel if like it's not danny devito who is it and that's another thing is like does danny want to jump on a set when he literally says hey but that's guys why i'm shocked York, we haven't home, heard anything because i'm anything. surprised i'm surprised they haven't said anything after that's my whole thing about it is i'm surprised I'm, that we I, haven't like their hands I are tied. Am. What else can they talk about? They they, they have they can nothing. They do Zoom calls. <laughs> they have nothing. But Nicole, they have nothing. They were just I like, know. Hercules. And they were like, yeah. And then they're like, oh, crap. They want it. Where's the cast? What do we do? Who's producing it? Okay, Russo but, Brothers. Okay. Uh, who's directing it? We don't but know. Again, that's, that, that's why that's why I like brought it up. Because that's why I want to hear your side of it. And I wanted to hear what you would say to my theory in regards to it. But, again, I mean... And people can tell me I'm wrong because I, I would love to hear Nicole. You're wrong about this, but I, I just or you're think right. They don't know I agree what to do. with you. I just think they don't. I know think what to do. I, I don't. I have. I think. I they think have that they no just needed something. Right I think since COVID happened, they just needed something to announce. Since Disney wasn't like announcing or doing, since Disney was a little closed, that they were like, okay, we have to let's bring out something to like brighten everyone's day. So they announced that. Like honestly, I think if COVID ha- did not happen, they would have waited to announce this till the end of the year. Probably. In all honesty. Right. And that's where my head is at. So I think that they were like, okay, Disney hasn't said anything. Disney's halted production. Disney has closed down completely. Let's get Hercules right. out there. Let everyone know that we're at least hearing them out and right. going to create the live action. And then I, I mean, at this point, 
which I completely understand that whole situation. I think we're not going to hear any casting announcements to at least like maybe beginning or mid of 2021 at least. But I mean, what a way to drop the ball though. Like we can know, announce but this then, and like, then like, honestly, I forgot about, about it. it. Yeah, I, I forgot about I, it until I Mulan premiered. And then I was like, Hercules. Uh, I think I, I agree with you. I think they said something to kind of hype us up and then realized, Oh crap. Like, and then all the fan casting came out. Yeah, they're like, we need to back it up. We need to put. But our did money you notice that they didn't, that no one fan casted Hercules? That everyone fan casted Meg, and nobody knows. they fan casted um, Zeus. Not Zeus. Zeus is the evil one, right? No, that's no. Hades. Hades. They fan casted Hades multiple times. Um, they, they, we don't know who could carry that whole. Film. I'm like, just bringing who, it back. I'm gonna manifest that Disney's gonna announce something. And I'm not gonna make a bet this time because I know I'm probably <laughs> I'm probably wrong. <laughs> but I I highly believe I'm gonna manifest it right now. I'm gonna put it out into the air, into the into the universe. Mm-hmm. Hercules announcement in a week. I would I would literally crack up. In not a even. Week. Yes, in a week. I'm gonna manifest that I will in like hold a week you or two. Bet. <laughs> bet now. I'm not making a bet, no. Bet. <laughs> in a week bet two more episodes without marvel <laughs> let's do it let's go let's just go a month and a half oh my god <laughs> that's that my not a week no way no way i'm not okay that no, no i'm way. just i'm putting out in the universe it's not oh. like an actual zach it's not an act, i'm not crazy it's not an actual okay i the crazy whatever it, i'm gonna say i'm just i'm Using it as an example, I'm going to say, okay, at least in a month, let's hear something. This is me stirring the pot. Like, let's announce, <laughs> let's announce that um, yeah, Hercules I, something. Let's I, find a director at least. I don't think anybody knows what to No, do. I know. I know. And I think just because of that, they're like, let's just not say anything. Because <laughs> why not risk it? not saying for this crazy girl. Yeah, why risk it? Why say anything? Well, let fans like us kind of create theories and say things whatever and then would you actually like actually crack up if tomorrow we got a thing saying directing the hercules film is this person like i would crack up if i saw a hercules news and i would be like all right i should have bet i just be like really it's like really bro where was this where was this a month ago you'd be like nicole really did that it's like really bro now you figured it out now um okay so this isn't this isn't on the list but i do have to say though dc fandom is this saturday september 12th they're doing it the second part um i will bring this up real quick zach and i have another bet (laughs) and i put all the marbles in on this one because i i'm actually honestly i i'm like feeling 99 percent accurate in this um there is a you secret said pan. that last time <laughs> okay well now you i'm feeling more confident you literally said that last time <laughs> i just i sent a snapchat to katie before this saying okay i felt super cocky and i was like willing to bet all the marbles if if we if ugh, whatever if if all this stuff had been moved back we would have gotten a trailer i'm just gonna say that because i know for a fact we would have gotten one but whatever anyways <laughs> anyways um Zach and I have this bet, and I think we talked about it last episode, but now it's more confirmed that if, um, but my, my bet is actually coming true, kind of. It's like kind of being manifested out there, which is my big word of, of the night. Yeah, um, sounds like it. <laughs> a bunch of people have been doing hashtag Ca- uh, Cavill Superman, Henry Cavill Superman. Mm-hmm. So my bet is that, Man of Steel 2 will be announced on Saturday at the secret panel, the secret 15-minute panel. Zach's bet is that they're going to announce Green Lantern on HBO Max as the secret. Funny thing is. What's the funny thing? I can't see the secret panel anywhere on the DC fandom site. Gosh, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Are you on the site now? I'm scrolling, dude. I cannot see anything about a secret panel. But the thing is, is that it's just wild that they're saying like hashtag for Henry Cavill. And then he was announced literally two months ago that he is coming back as Superman. So yeah, I'm feeling pretty. 
everyone's everyone wants a Man of Steel two, and they want to find a good director. And some people saying bring back Zack Snyder. Others are saying no because Zack Snyder doesn't know anything about the character. And some people saying what? he doesn't know anything about the character. Have you seen Man of Steel? So I don't know. So people are making bets who they would want to be the Superman director. Well, speaking of superheroes, because I yes. can talk about DC. During an interview, Dorian Parks asked John David Washington whether we'd see him in Green Lantern as John Stewart. John turned to Christopher Nolan, saying, "Ask him." Parks asked Nolan, "Can we get a Nolan-directed Green Lantern movie, please?" Nolan replied, "I think my DC days are over, but I think he would be an excellent choice. Certainly gets my vote." This sparked comments throughout the entertainment sphere about the possibility of John David Washington playing a superhero and whether he should. Do you think John David Washington should consider playing a superhero in the future? I'll let you go first. No. Really? Yeah. I'm actually really shocked. Yeah. All right. Why do you say no? I've thought about this quite a lot. So have I. And I think... Again, I'm still on this train where I feel like, and I'm going to use Michael Keaton as the best example, because once you become a superhero, you know, things open up for you a lot. You, you know, you're, you're wanted a lot more because you have that under your belt, but you, you'd become very lucky after that franchise is over for you to then get back into doing regular movies. Like, it took Michael Keaton years before he got Birdman, where he became back in the public eye, you know? I think Chris Evans is very lucky to even get, you know, Knives Out and Defending Jacob as decent projects to come back. And so I think John David Washington is on a hot streak right now. I mean, off of the back of Black Klansman and now Tenant, I think he could do a bunch more movies in the next five or six years before he even gets to a point where he's thinking superhero movies. And I think he should explore that. Because I, I genuinely think he could have a career that rivals his father's. And I think that's better for him than jumping into a franchise. I mean, look at Ray Fisher who jumped into a franchise and now all of this situation. And now we don't even know if the kid's going to have a career after this. So... I would say no, because I just think it's better for him, and I'd prefer to see him do other stuff. Although I know, yes, you can both be a superhero and do other things. Look at what other actors have been able to do. I mean, Henry Cavill's been able to do other projects. But I don't... It's not like the man from Uncle even touches Man of Steel. You know what I mean? In terms of public perception. Although the man from Uncle was, I think, is one of... It's a really good movie. I really enjoyed it myself. I just don't think people think of Henry Cavill as that actor who does other things. Even the success of The Witcher, which I, I believe is a pretty successful series right now, and they're going into season two. So there's that, but then people are still talking about Man of Steel 2 because they didn't get enough Superman. So I just think that you're always going to have this... I don't know, this mark on you for the rest of your career is like, oh, he was that superhero guy. I mean, honestly, RDJ is good, but I mean, look at what happened after Iron Man, you know, after Iron Man died and he does Doolittle and you're like, really, bro? <laughs> that's, that's the movie you choose. So, and that's not to say that there are other products under his belt. That's not to say we'll get an RDJ project that just blows out the water that, you know, he's acting to his full scope kind of what we saw in Endgame and, you know, stuff like that. But I, I would say no. I think the dude's way too young to jump into a, a, a situation like that. I think he's got his whole career ahead of him and he could look at other things to do right now. I, okay. So <laughs> I was digesting what you said because what you said is a lot better than what I was going to say. Um, what were you going to Which say? is normal. I, I disagree. Um, of course. Okay, it, it's a part, it's, okay. Go Trying ahead. to think of how to word this correctly because I should have written it out. But um, when I first saw that interview on 
Twitter, mm-hmm. I thought uh, I was very interested. I was very mm-hmm. intrigued. Um, intrigued. <laughs> just kidding. Okay. No, I really loved, I really was interested in the fact that, okay, I would love to see his take on Jon Stewart. I, yes. I mean, I haven't seen him yet as, I haven't seen Black Klansman. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really looking forward to Tenant to see how he does. I think once I see his acting chops, when I, I really sure watch Black Klansman, but um, I think once I see what he is capable of in terms of acting and his range, then I'll be able to say, okay, I completely agree with you, or I completely disagree. I think he can still. I think he can do the whole superhero mm-hmm. thing. Um, regardless, I, I think it'd be a good move. And I'm I'm like fifty fifty right now. Mm-hmm. because I, I on one hand I do love my superheroes I have become such a DC fan in the past like six months um, this year actually honestly this year turned me into a DC fan more of a DC fan I should say mm-hmm. um, I think if they had to if they were trying to reboot Green Lantern and they were trying to find the perfect actor I would 100% back it up and say okay John David Washington is the perfect choice um, and again, I agree with you on that end that he is technically still starting out. He's still getting his acting chops in. He's still, um, he has so far two really good movies that you have, you've seen Black Klansman, mm-hmm. so you can back it up. Um, and when you mentioned that the actors do, they do get into contracts, which is yeah. the second thing I thought of. And it's very hard for them. Don, um, oh my God, I'm, I'm. Don Cheatham even said when he was asked to do Iron Man, and this mm-hmm. is technically not breaking Marvel rules. Um, technically, they, they, okay, but whatever. I get what you're saying. So, yes. So for those who don't know, like when you're, and I've said this before on other podcasts, um, when you enter into a contract with a franchise of any kind, mm-hmm. not even just superhero, but any kind of franchise, Harry Potter, Star Wars, anything, you were locked and loaded into a, it could be a six year, it could be eight year, it could be 10 years. Mm-hmm. It could be any amount of time, and that's something you have to think about. So I agree with you on the fact that, like Chris Evans, he was very lucky to do what he did, but he was also he also had other films out before his I- iconic right, role. Right. But you are still best. Like even though I've seen him in like What's Your Number in other films, he's yeah. still known as as his character. He's still yes. known as his iconic role. Right. And that, and those roles will follow you for the end of for time. the rest of your life. Yeah. Like that's probably what he, like that's what they will know you for. Um, which I mean, it's good and it's sad because like there's so many other, like he's really good in defending Jacob. I have not watched mm-hmm. the entire thing. I don't know if you've seen it yet. I've um, seen like a couple episodes, but I, 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 I will say stopped. his range in that, in that show is something else. Like I, I'm, not just because it's Chris Evans, but because it's something I'm seeing him in for the first time, other mm-hmm. than Knives Out, where I was like, okay, not sure about this bad boy role, but he, he nailed it. Yeah. And not many actors can really go into a range of roles and be like, and you're like, okay, I still see him as this person. Like, I didn't see him that way. So I do think with John David Washington, I agree with you. Maybe like give him a few more years, like five more years, let him do all these other films, let him book all of these, like an action, another few action movies or a comedy or something and let him get those acting chops out and then maybe talk about doing DC superhero or any like Marvel, anything. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I need to see his acting ring. I need to see how he is as an actor for me to make that decision. If I'm like, okay, I, I want to push him to be in DC. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm like, okay, no, let's just keep him doing this because this is what is, this is who he is. Right. And, right. and a lot of people do turn down those superhero roles. A lot of people are like, okay, I auditioned for this film, but I didn't want to do it because I wasn't going to give my life for six plus years, six mm-hmm. to eight years, which a lot of people do. And I give them yeah. props for being able to turn it down. But some people are like, okay, no, this is the role of a lifetime. Like this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. And that's how I think about it with him is that, it would be nice to see another like person of color bring a superhero to life, like Ray Fisher yeah. did with Cyborg, and that yeah. was my initial like reaction to it, saying, "Okay, Ryan Reynolds, they tried to make a good Green Lantern film, and it just came out to be one of the worst films." But who knows? Maybe they're really like looking for the actor, and maybe he is the actor, maybe he isn't. Right. But I like that he is 
kind of being backed up by a lot of the fans for it. So, I mean, I, I'm kind of 50-50. Well, I guess the the thing is, though, he, he basically said, you know, if it ever came, he'd be down for it, obviously. And then... Oh, I don't you know, think anybody as, would say as, no to being as like... As fans, a lot of people just ran with it. And they're just like, oh my God. And then fan art came out, the wazoo and everything. So Yeah, I saw um, those. Is that does he have the look? Yes. Do I think he could do it? Yes. Oh, absolutely. But yeah. As far as would I, if I was like his agent or something, you know, I would say if we're looking for the bag, if we're trying to secure the bag, then let's do it. If we're trying to, you know, explore every facet that we can, let's maybe consider other options first because who knows? If you say yes to that and you're locked in for a contract for six six years. Think of all the products you might miss out on because you're filming this franchise. And also, the state of DC right now is still kind of unraveling. We're still seeing, I mean, strengthening amazingly it's, well. It's doing it's, it's really, really well. really strengthening right now. But, I mean, we'll have to see what's going to happen with what's going on with Ray Fisher and how leadership's going to look like after after this situation is cleaned up. And then how does that then affect the next movies on the schedule? Because, I mean... Does Aquaman 2 look good? Does You know what I mean? Everything has to line yeah. up before I would say, yes, yeah, is the perfect time for you to jump in and be Green Lantern. I mean... Well, the other thing is, and sorry, I've like the thought was like... No, I see what um, Before I forget. Um, the other thing is like look-wise, a lot of times when actors are locked into a contract, and this is what I wanted to say earlier, when actors are locked into a contract... They have to perceive that look. So, yes. like, as a superhero, they're normally, like, clean-shaven or... I mean, with DC, it's not really, like... Unless you're, like, Superman or... Um, I don't want to say Wonder Woman. But, like, Batman doesn't really... Like, Bruce Wayne kind of look. Like, he's kind of always rag Like, not raggedy, but he, like, has that, like, rough look sometimes. Or yeah. he's not really clean. Like, Aquaman. Jason Momoa, I think if he were to cut his hair, I think that they would try and, like, put a wig on him or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um... But the thing that I'm trying to get to is that when you're locked in those kind of contracts too for like six or eight plus years, whatever it is, in those cases, they want you to keep a certain appearance. So I know a lot of times that like say if with Henry Cavill specifically, um, I don't know what movie he was doing that you told me about, but he had a mustache and he wasn't supposed... Yes, he wasn't allowed to shave the mustache, and he had to do reshoots or something for. He had to do they reshoots CGI'd for his Justice League, off. and they had to CGI it off for like I don't even know how many scenes. But it's that's another so thing. Bad. Like they're not like women who can wear wigs or who can wear like extensions when they, like if like Kristen Stewart she cut her hair. They okay. I know you're gonna hate this example, but Kristen Stewart in the midst right right before Eclipse started filming. She did Joan Jet, a Joan Jet movie with Dakota Fanning, and she had um, she had the contract with Twilight, and they said, she said, okay, listen, I really want to get in a character because she's a method actor. So she's like, I need to shave my head, I need to cut all the hair off. So whatever, listen. So she cuts it, and they got mad at her. So they had to fit her in a wig, and it looked horrible, horrible. Reason why it's one of my least favorite films because of that. But anyway, so it. When they lock in a contract, like they want you to keep a certain look for yes. their film. No, absolutely. So that's what I'm trying to get to. Like her with her cutting her hair, they were like they were pissed at her because she Of course. And the wig first of all, the wig department didn't do it justice. Like the wig department was just awful. Yeah, but it's but, hard to have a wig stay on when there's no hair underneath the wig. There was hair underneath the there was hair. Oh, but like you thought you said she shaved her head off. No, I, I meant like, okay, off. shaved it shaved it in my mind she like she had to like cut it and she had like the mohawk like she had like the front oh, like the a mullet almost okay um oh and you can see it in like all their red carpet pictures it's ugh. but that's not like back to john david washington that's what i mean like he would have to be either like there i can imagine them saying okay we need you like clean shaven for this green lantern or you have to maintain your mustache or beard for like all these films and then what happens if he does another film and they're like, okay, we need you clean shaven. Mm-hmm. Like Chris yeah. Evans did that one time and he had to hide his face in a shot because he was growing it out for another yeah. film. But it's the little things I, I read that I love. Yeah. 
So, I mean, there are ups and downs to entering in these contracts with DC and other superheroes, but I think... I guess I what the question says, you know, do you think you should consider it in the future? Then I say yes, in the future. But I think, you know. I think if you were if offered so, the role in like January, yeah, I I'd think you should take no. it. I think okay. he should. I would say <laughs> That's no. where we differentiate. I, I, but I also would say like five, six years down the line, if it came across his table. Isn't he somewhat young too? He's young. He's very young. I would say, so you know, how a old couple is years he? down the line, if it came across the table, then you should jump on it. But. But that's where I kind of differentiate because I would say, okay, if you're at least, if he's like 25 or I don't know how old he is, but if he's 25, I would say, okay, yeah, dedicate. He's 36? Mm-hmm. Then he should be uh. jumping it. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that face you made. <laughs> wow, that. I was younger than that. I thought he was, I thought he was genuinely like 28 or 30. Um, yeah, no, he's jumping on that like, bandwagon. I think isn't Jason Momoa older? Is he? I think, but I think thirty six is the prime time to just be doing dramas, man. I think that's the best time to like really show off your acting. Yeah, Jason Momoa's older; he's forty one. I think it's the oh, prime so, time to be doing. But Jason Momoa is kind of different TV because shows. he had the How? he was in How? Game of Thrones. Listen, because he was in Game of Thrones, and then I hadn't seen him in anything really else after that until I honestly didn't hear about him until Aquaman, like until Justice League, when he was introduced, and then everyone kept saying that's that's the guy a drug 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 Drogo from Dro Drogo what is it Drogo Drogo, Drogo. Drogo from uh, Game of Thrones, and then I watched it, and he was only in, like, one season. And then yeah. I was like... Yep. I, but, like, I don't know. I think in his case it really worked out for him because now he is getting more attention. And I think it's good... I think it's good and bad. Good because he's getting more attention. He's being offered probably more roles. He's looking into projects bad because he's stuck in a contract for eight years or something. But like also justice league kind of screwed them up. So who knows what's going to go on with those series? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's like it's not branding. A bad thing. It's not a bad thing. You it's know? not, it's not, it's, it's a great way to advance your career. It's not a bad thing. I'm just saying, if I had a preference between seeing John David Washington in a superhero movie versus John David Washington in another Spike Lee joint or, you know, another... I mean, he's got this movie with Zendaya coming out in a cup supposed to... Oh, yeah, the, the secret film that they filmed during quarantine. So, um, like, when that film comes out, I think, you know, if he gets a couple more indie films and things like that and he just kind of dabbles here and there, I think he'll be in the point where he's like, you know what, you know, I'm yeah. just trying to secure the bag right now. Let me jump into a franchise. But, you know, I I'm still just saying think he's he got shouldn't, a lot like, more roles to play before. I don't think I'd he be... should deny it. I don't think he should turn it away if they get, if he does, if he were to get offered. I think he should accept it and i don't know because it depends on what angle they're going to go down are they going to go down the john stewart angle or they're going to try and do the hal jordan angle oh shit which one was ryan reynolds hal i think it's hal yeah i didn't know there was two different there's many different oh yeah we saw that we saw that weird planet in that film so i that's the thing we have to figure out like what angle are they going to go down because when they do that then Maybe this conversation isn't even on the table, you know? Maybe they're like, we're going to redo Hal Jordan. And then we're like, okay, well then, forget this. But if if they are going to do that. And again, it also depends on who the director's going to be as well. Because if if not, then it's going to be a wash. And then he's going to be back to where he started anyway. It's not going to make a difference, maybe. You know, yeah. It didn't really make a difference for Ryan Reynolds, really. But again, I still, I still think, I still think Ryan Reynolds had a lot more projects under his belt as well before he jumped on to doing it. So I don't know. Wait, how many films is how many films has John David Washington done? Oh, what was I gonna look up? What was I gonna fact check? 
He's done 12 films. He's, well, he's done really 10 films. Well, no, 12, actually, because they're in post-production. But some of them have been, like, so early. I mean, 2017, no, maybe 2015 was the time he kind of came out onto the scene. Um, and some of these films I haven't seen. So... I actually just found this question on Twitter and I'm really curious as to what you would say. Go ahead. Brandon Davis tweeted, you can watch any one of the upcoming DC Comics movies tomorrow. Which one is it? Sorry, I just had to like ask you that. One of the upcoming DC Comics movies. Say all of them are filmed like Flash, Wonder Woman 84, um, The new Batman, uh, any any of those films that are are that are underway, which one would you watch tomorrow, if you had to choose? The Batman. I would say the same thing. The Batman. It'd be a, actually be a tie between the Batman and Wonder Woman eighty four. Uh, I could hold out for Wonder Woman eighty four, even though the trailer was fantastic. But I wouldn't want to. <laughs> if they said tomorrow you could watch it, and I had the option, I would just say mm, I'd probably choose that oh. too. Speaking of watching, Phase okay. 2. Yes. For phase 2, not... Uh, I can't even say the word. Phase 2 just opened up in um, Palm Beach County. So, uh, that means... Actually, I looked up what it means. Um, there can be full... Not full... I guess 100% capacity now in like restaurants, um, retail stores, gyms, all, all the goods... Goods as in, like, the place is not the capacity. Um, still have to wear a mask. Um, but that means movie theaters can now be at 50% capacity in phase two. So I'm curious as to when our movie theaters will open up. And I would love to see Tenet first thing. Um, they actually just, and I told Zach this right before the podcast, they actually just um, moved, pushed back one of my films that's been highly anticipated for a whole year. I don't know how highly anticipated, but with the fandom, it's been highly anticipated. Um, so after we collided, it is now it's now coming out on October twenty third, and it's really funny because no one asked for the story, but yeah, no um, one did. I don't know why you're telling the story because <laughs> I want to. Um, I w- I'm movie theaters in Orlando are actually open, and Karen and I were talking about going up to Orlando just to see it. She's going to visit family, but. I was like, dude, I will drive up to Orlando just to watch this film. But now I can't. I have to wait another freaking three weeks. But that's just my life. But anyways, there's, I mean, we still have COVID and I'm, I'm not complaining, but I'm just. You are uh, complaining. No, <laughs> no, because I was genuinely going to like wait for this film to come out on Vo- VOD. It, was supposedly going to come on Apple iTunes for fourteen ninety nine, and they haven't said anything about it. So, I'm just waiting. I'm, I'm at this point. I, I told her on the phone earlier. I said, "Listen, at this point, I just, I don't care. I'm just yeah, going to wait. I, I really want to just see Tenant. We'll see what happens because, I mean, there I haven't know. really been any announcements. There's been, it I mean, really all he said was Phase Two, September eighth. It really depends on outbreaks. It does. And with, you know, stuff that I've seen so far, I that's the big question. Because if, if, if Palm Beach County gets a bunch of outbreaks, then this thing's a wrap. It's going back. We're back oh, no, in the absolutely. house, baby. And that, so, that's I another mean, thing I'm thinking about. So I don't know. So we'll see. We'll see. I don't know what's going to happen. Hopefully it's sustainable and, and it'll work. But, I mean, surely a bunch of... Movie theaters have lost tons of money. So I'm expecting price hikes at the wazoo, you know. That's another thing, you know. Do you want to pay $15 for popcorn now? Because they can't... (laughs) Who pays for popcorn anymore? I sneak all that shit in. (laughs) Anyway. You mean you don't put put wine in your waistband? (laughs) You have a problem, okay? (laughs) Okay, I've never really done it, but I was about to do it, and then I chickened out. 
Oh um, but it's easy. I just, but like not uh, a big I, bottle. Okay. I'm not an alcoholic. I put like the uh, we're small not condoning. TWSS <laughs> does not condone anything Nicole says. Right now. <laughs> He'll cut this out. We'll just we'll we'll end it uh, at the popcorn. Does not, <laughs> friend does not condone any of our opinions right now. <laughs> we're gonna or zach's gonna cut it out and it's gonna end when i said who pays 15 dollars for popcorn and then it's like and that was another episode of twss with zach and, and nicole you, that was good this time i, I messed <laughs> it up you. For you. that was really good this time i know you were you were about to say i was actually i was taking a two-second pause because i was gonna wait to see if you said my name i was going like, to, to mix and then it up. jumped in but Anywho. you want to try it again yeah, you close it. Close it out. Close, okay, close it out, Nicole. Do it. Wrap it up. You ready? Wrap it up. Let's All right. Go. And that was another episode of TWSS with Zach and Nicole. Oh, you were supposed to say my name. It's you. I'm not saying your name. Come on, man. <laughs> we'll see you next time. See you guys. <laughs>